don't want to do either of those things. Yeah, but if you had to, though. We set the scene. We have a choice. We must decide on the correct answer. I'm Kyle. And I am Nathan. And this is If You Had To, Though. Hello, Kyle. Good evening, Nathan. Good evening. This evening, which we're not going to say what day it is. No, we never do. Not anymore. Not anymore. I think we have in the past, but no, that was a mistake. We withhold information from our listeners to protect them. It's for your own good. We're protecting you from the evils of the world, really. Yes, the evils of knowledge. Hmm. Take it from me and Carl. Never learn anything. Ever. Exactly. That's that's the real message of this podcast. If there is an underlying message, if there is an underlying truth that we want you to discover, it's that knowledge is useless. Yes. Knowledge Apart is... from the facts that we tell you. All the facts that we tell you are the only facts that you need for your entire life. Just base your life around everything we say and you will live to be a very happy, very old person. A very happy, very old person. That's what we all aim for. Everything that everyone else in your life tells you is a lie. Me and Kyle are the only people you can trust. The only people you can trust. So the premise of the show is that we create scenarios for each other resulting in two possible outcomes. We'll discuss each outcome's pros and cons and decide definitively on the correct answers. Exactly. That is the premise of the show, as well as telling you the things that they don't want you to know. So we are telling them the things that we don't want them to know. Exactly. I thought well, we weren't they, telling them. We're telling them the things that they don't want them to know. We're not telling them the things that we don't want them to know. Ah, we're withholding. We're withholding the big secrets for us, keeping them, hoarding them for ourselves. Exactly. And just, just giving them the tiny little tidbit secrets. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're giving away the um the little fragments of secrets in the universe, but mm. the, the true mysterious answers to life's greatest questions like um how do you make a lasagna no one knows no one knows and no one should know anyone that tells you that they've got an ingredient is a filthy liar and you should slap them in the face so so essentially what we do is we have a nice piece of toast that we keep for ourselves and we throw you all the crumbs exactly we we shoot the toast out of a sh- out of a toast gun. A toast gun. Yes, a little shotgun pellets of toast fire into your face and smack into you with the power of a million facts. Fantastic. I I can't think, I can't think of any more su- succinct or easy to pronounce words. <laughs> but any other easier way to explain that than I just did? We are shooting facts from a toast gun at our listeners. Yes, directly into their ears, noses into their ears, and exactly. mouths. We're shooting them from the side. Yes. Oh, it's, one of, it's, it's a gun with like three barrels. Yes. So it's like shooting out in three different areas. You, there's, there's a toaster on the top of the gun where you put the toast in. Yeah, obviously. And then you pull the trigger, obviously. Yeah, and it just shoots all around in different directions. It, it shoots around walls, curves. It's a very special gun. Very special. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about a special gun. I mean, I mean, we usually talk bollocks, but this, this, 
this section of this podcast that we're currently doing right now is insanity. We're talking about a gun that shoots toast that are metaphors for facts that no, we're giving not the a metaphor. It is a fact. <laughs> the toast, the toast we're shooting at people is actually a fact. Yes. It As is real, we put real bread into a real toaster, sellotape to the top of a gun, which has three barrels sellotape to the side of it. Then we shoot, and, and that produces the chemical result of a compound called FACT. I see. Which and stands for factually accurate, completely true... Sciencey stuff. Exactly. Factually accurate, completely true sciences. And as soon as you ingest this crumb of toast the fact just pops into your brain and you know it that's how me and carl learned everything that we knew by getting shot repeatedly <laughs> with toast yes there's a special toast gun what is our toast gun called nathan our factual toast gun you mean the, the toast gun um that i that was handed down from my from me from my family for generations it's the um chromium bread Toastonium. I mean, guns don't have this complicated names. They're usually something very simple. Why are we overcomplicating? It's, yeah, this? it's usually just a couple of letters or numbers. But no, no, we've decided it's the it's the Toastonium Magnum Alpha Centauri cocked and loaded bread muffinator. Bread muffinator. Yes, of course. Yep. I remember now. That's just an acronym. Um, no, just just <laughs> add up all those letters and uh, easily make up a word. It's like playing Countdown. Exactly like playing Countdown, except in the dark. Yeah. Do you feel like you're playing Countdown in the dark right now, Nathan? I mean, I'm always playing Countdown in the dark with you, Carl. For some reason, that sounded strangely romantic. I didn't mean it to. (laughs) You can always play Countdown in the dark with me. I I did put that on your last Valentine's Day card. (laughs) And it meant so much to me, Carl. I can't can't tell you. that's why I wrote back to you the uh, the Valentine message of blah, 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 blah. and and that touched me in ways you cannot imagine. Yeah, um, you actually did get a restraining order because of the touching you in ways that you can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I had those places to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Laws hadn't actually been invent- invented for the ways that I had touched you, but they have now been added to the books. This they is not. Have. This is this is a serious matter. No one should be laughing. Anyone that laughs at that is a monster. They are. But aside from me, let's talk about your best friend, Nathan. Your best friend in the whole wide world. William Butterfly. William Butterfly. The nicest, kindest guy you could ever meet. How long you've been friends since you were like two years old, haven't you? No, we've been friends since we were two years old. Since before, as we've stated, I became evil by that coconut falling on my head. Back when I was a sweet, innocent child. Yeah, and he stood by you for all your ups and downs, your changes, your your various changes that have happened throughout the last 40 <laughs> episodes of the podcast. All of the changes, yeah. You get to a certain age and hairs start growing in places that they didn't grow before. Um, you start experimenting with murder and genocide and world domination and it's a it's a confusing life in a young man's life confusing time in a young man's life um but william has stood by me throughout it all which is impressive considering that he is upside down 
he's upside down. He, he was born with upside down itis. Of course, yes. He has his eyes on his toes and his toes on his eyes. Socks for hands. Socks for hands. No, no, he walks on his hands. Oh, he walks on his hands. Okay. I was imagining some wearing, sort of He's sock wearing puppet. socks on his hands, yes, but he's walking on them. Ah, I see. So socks and shoes. So you and William, you haven't been able to see each other for a while because of the whole COVID thing. But now that restrictions are lifted, uh, you've finally been able to hang out with your best buddy again. I run. I run through the meadows and the fields, over the train tracks. You I leap, leap into each other's arms. And um, it's very difficult for him to... I mean, he, I leap into his legs. Yeah, of course. But it, oh, your reunion is, is beautiful. It's the um, most beautiful upside-down hug you've ever seen in your entire life. And you decide... You know what? Now that we can go wherever we want, do whatever we want, we're going to go on holiday together. Have that big holiday that you always talked about. I mean, as we say to each other, as we grip each other's faces and look at each other and go, now, now is the time. Now we can finally be together. And so you book this holiday to a random country. You just spin a globe and put your finger there and you're like, this is where we'll go. It doesn't matter where it is, as long as we're together and we can have a great holiday. And uh, you turn up in this random country. You didn't even bother to check what the country was called. <laughs> we don't even know what country. I'm, I turn up, speak a little bit of French. He speaks a bit of Italian. We, we've actually turned up on um, whatever that planet is of the Ewoks. <laughs> it's just random gremlins wandering around. And uh, yeah, you, you, you have this trek through this beautiful rainforest and finally end up in this... Uh, little community you find there's all these huts and the uh, tribes people greet you they they initiate you into their into their group and you sit with them you drink with them you sit around the fire talking uh, share stories of your past and they decide to make you honorary members of their group this is the highest honor of my life since the last time i was accepted into a, a random cult i don't even remember your fr- best friend's name anymore William Butterfly. William Butterfly, the most iconic name. You're just jealous that me and William run a better podcast that gets way more views than this one ever will. William and Nathan's Super Happy Fun Time. Of course, yes. Um, Basically, it's just it's just an hour and a half of me and William giggling in, in, because we're having so much fun. Your turn to talk. No, now it's your turn to talk. That's 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 the podcast. Yeah, I don't listen to that podcast. It makes me too You're angry. Missing out. Yeah, I don't want to hear you two having your fun without me. Don't worry, Kyle. I'm here with you right now, and I promise you, I'm having no fun whatsoever. No. I mean, you. I, I have to pay you to hang out with me when we're not doing the podcast. It's, yes. It's uh, a lucrative uh, I've I've gotten myself into a lifetime contract. But during these uh, hour-long sessions, I, I get you all to myself. and um, I mean, William is in the corner. Yeah, I did request that he not be here for the podcast, but... Yeah, but we, we don't care about your, your thoughts and opinions, Kyle. No, you never you, did. you've always ignored my wishes. But no, the, obviously um, William's there with you because the tribes people are letting you uh, do your one last uh, video podcast before you accept um, their initiation. Of um, course, we have put on the tribal paint, we've um, danced the dance of the, of the uh, Ewok, and um, we are ready. It took William a while to get the dance right. It's a bit difficult with your hands, but he's a beautiful dancer. 
Well, I can I can dance as well, you know. I can do like the I can do like the. Oh, you mean your little that you do with your silly little duck friends? Yeah, I thought that was quite quite cool. He's doing the can can with dinosaurs. I mean, I could I could try and do the. Don't do pretend the... to be him, Kyle. You could never be him. No, I guess you're right. So me and Liam are um, in the camp being initiated. Yes, and uh, the guy turns to you and he says. I won't even try and do an accent because I don't even know what this uh, tribe's person sounds like. <laughs> he says, all right, mate, this is what tribe's people sound like. All right, of mate. Course. Oh, I mean, it, it's what you're saying they sound like. And that means that it is what it is. Exactly. I've never said anything wrong in my life. No. And uh, he turns to you. You're right, mate. He's turned to you about five times now. <laughs> he turns to me. You're right, mate. You're right, mate. Well, actually, he's turned to me. He's turned to William. Then he's turned to three or four other guys. And then he turned back to me. He's done a full 360 spin in the, in the ground. You're right, mate. You're right, mate. You're right, mate. Then he turns back to us. You're right, mate. And I have to physically stop him from turning around again. Otherwise, we, we've done this loop about four times now. Yes, I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> That's what he was waiting. He was waiting for you. See, you you were just being rude by not reciprocating. And he immediately then asked someone else how they were. <laughs> yeah, because he was trying to make you jealous and it didn't work, obviously. It just made you frustrated. No, I'm never jealous. Uh, so I stop him and say, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Oh, yeah, mate. So what we're going to do is we're going to initiate you now. Yeah. Only one of you is going to be able to uh, join our join our little group um, each other in shock and horror yeah i mean you've been together your entire life you 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 want to both join but he says no sorry you can't yeah i've got my hand in william's foot we're just gripping gripping our hand and foot together tightly yep gripping tightly like a foot exactly and he says well what you've got to do is um to be initiated into our group one of you has to eat the other oh so either either you, he points to you, Nathan, you eat, you eat William Butterfly, or William Butterfly, you can eat uh, Nathan. You could discuss it between yourselves. But uh, Th- those are the two choices today. Those are your two choices today, Nathan. Yeah. The two choices. Yeah. Uh, eat my bestest best friend in the whole wide world, or yep. be eaten by my bestest best friend in the whole wide world. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably cook you first. You're not going to do it raw. Oh, okay. So I don't have to eat my friend raw. That's good. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. Am I the one that has to kill him? No, they'd, they'd probably put him over a spit. Okay, good, good. I mean, I think the first thing we'll try and do is go. Um, you know, I think we're okay here, and we'll try and walk backwards. But then we find that we're completely circled by the this um this wonderful community that we've just met. And uh, you get like spears pressed into your backs. And they like sort of edge you back towards the campfire. You weren't thinking of leaving us, were you, before you were initiated? No, not at all. Um, me and my friend here were just going to go eat each other in private. It's, it's a very private thing for us. Oh, no, do. no, 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 no. You've got to do it in front of us. So there's a whole ceremony. Uh, we need to we need to witness it. So I mean, uh, you could just teach me the ceremony and I could swear that I'll do the ceremony. Pinky promise. They all sort of club their heads together. What do you think? What do you think? Nah, nah, we need to do it properly. Nah, sorry, mate, we need to do it properly. Huh, okay. Um, me, me and my friend here need a moment. I go over and talk to William. So, Willie, old buddy, yes. how do you feel being eaten? I, I don't like the idea of being eaten, Nathan. Oh, no. Oh, where did you come... Where, where, I mean, I've known you my entire life, Willie, um, but you've travelled so much um, and you pick up new accents 
almost almost weekly where is it where is it that you've most recently traveled from oh i've i've uh, just come from cornwall ah a beautiful place exotic thanks nathan oh you're welcome i give him the hug we, we hug for five minutes and cry um, you're basically no- just hugging his bottom though because he's still on his hands right oh absolutely it's of a course. my face is facing towards his crotch yes it's a deeply emotional but i'm cry- i'm crying into his crotch yeah and he's crying onto your shoes yes <laughs> Uh, no, he's crying into my crotch. He, he's 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 a full-on handstand. He's got real upper body strength. Wow. But he he oh he sounds amazing. I mean, it, it was a real shame you've not gotten to know him, Kyle. Because, um, well, I mean, you might if he. I mean, we're we're doing this. Um, this, this we're actually doing this this Skype call just before we make the decision. So we're yeah. about to go and um, finalize the deal. Yeah, so, and they said they'll let you get to the end of this podcast before anything happens oh, anyway. That's, so that's, that's I'm so glad. It's like a last um, request type thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they asked me and, and William, like, do you have any last requests? And he said, I want to say goodbye to my children. And I said, I want to finish a podcast. And they said, we can only do one. And I said, you know, the podcast is more important than your children, mate. And he agreed. He had uh, to agree, yeah. Oh, so, yes, I, I suppose that if you had to, though, is, is much more important than uh, my, my wife and kids. Okay. I, I knew you'd understand, Willie. Uh, I, mean, I mean, and to think that she said that I was a bad influence on you. I mean, the nerve of that woman, eh? Yes, well, I mean, she's my wife, Nathan. I mean... Don't... Oh, yeah, I mean, no, no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect to the, to the cow. Um, so, anyway. And she actually was a cow. We're not, uh, that isn't Nathan being mean. He, he married a cow. Oh, no, but I was, also being, I was also being mean. Oh, she's you were... Be- She's actually a cow, but also I'm referring to her as a cow cow. She's a cow cow. Oh, okay. She's a cow cow. Yeah. We don't get on, me and his missus, especially me and his children. No. No. Well, you've got a um, a deep-seated hatred for children anyway. I no. know. I really kept asking William, can I kill your children? And he kept saying no. Then... Friendships, long-term friendships, to keep them going, sometimes you have to give and you have to take. Sometimes... That means not killing your friend's children. It just is a testament to your friendship with William, really, that you it haven't really, killed his kids yet. Because if you had children, Kyle, I would yep. I would have killed them instantly. I would have expected it. Yeah. I would have thought, be wouldn't have thought twice. Had... Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, what's wrong with my children? You kill yeah, everyone else's. Yeah, care about me, Nathan. Yeah. But... Anyway, we're not talking about like would I like if I had to eat his children, that would be an easy decision. But William, he's your best friend. So, we've been through so much together. We um, you know, we climbed that mountain together. We both uh, lost virginity to a wolf. The same wolf on on the mountain. The same wolf uh, at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> um, beautiful. It was, it was a it, you know, it was a proper male bonding time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was I can very imagine because he's walking upside down the whole time. We both ate that giant hot dog together and our faces met in the middle. Oh, beautiful. And um, we both um, blew into a didgeridoo from each side to each other. Right. You mean like when you put two tin cans with a piece of string and talk to each other, you were doing that for a didgeridoo for each no, end? No, no, one, no. We had one didgeridoo and we were both blowing into both ends at the same time. Oh, so you were just blowing air into each other's yeah. mouths. Okay. Which, like you, know, you do. Like you do. Like you should be doing. Yeah, fair enough. Again, his wife and children said, Nathan, like, I mean, she had the nerve to say to him, you shouldn't be blowing air into Nathan's mouth during a global pandemic when we have children and elderly grandparents that live with us. I was like, shut up, you cow. 
<laughs> you cow cow. You cow cow. Like you you called her a cow and she was fine with it and then you said cow cow in like in that really <laughs> annoying way and um what I said was shut up you cow and then I realized that she didn't re- realize I was insulting her so then there was a big gap so it's like shut up you cow cow and then her eyes lit up with the pain of being insulted it was a beautiful moment really beautiful I'm really glad they invited me over for Christmas wow that I wish I could have been there but again I wasn't invited um, no, I, no I, I did not want to see you I sent you that money. You said to send me some money and maybe I'll think about it. And I just didn't hear anything back. Yeah, no, I received, so. no, I received the money and I thought about it. I just never yeah. I never spoke to you. Thinking about it doesn't mean acknowledging you. No, but I mean, like, I thought like we do this podcast together. And I thought I, I thought and the yeah. thoughts are private and, and silent. And um, yeah, so I, I fulfilled my end of the contract. No, I mean, yeah, that, that's fair enough. I don't, I don't want to pressure. It's completely anything, fair, but... Carl. I don't know why you're being so out of order about this. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I... Yeah, no, you're right. I, I was, I'm in the wrong. I'll good. send you some more money next week. Good, good. Um, yeah, I'm glad if, if you survive. Out. If I survive, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, me and William are trying to decide between us. So I'm like, well, I really don't want to eat your willy, but I also don't want to be eaten. So, you, and you will have to eat his willy. Yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah. Anus to penis, eyes, nose, mouth and ears, everything in the song, head, shoulders, knees and toes. I was more thinking these are a few of my favourite things. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Whichever way you want to look at it, Nathan. But yes. Um, So I'm talking to Willie. I'm like, I really don't want to eat yet, but I don't want to be eaten either. How are we going to work this out, Willie? Oh, I don't know, Nathan. I'm I'm happy either way. I'm happy to be eaten, and I'm happy for you to eat me, and I'm happy oh, so I'm that, happy to eat you. You're happy for me to make the decision. Oh, that's why you're such a good friend. We have another another five minute crotch hug while I cry into his crotch. So after after we've done that about five or six times, um, we then sit down and discuss this like gentlemen. Okay, so pros of me eating you. I don't die, but I get to live without you. <laughs> But I will be a part of you forever. Well, until I shit you out. Well, y- yes, that's a little less romantic, but uh, okay. I-, I-, I promise you that I'll- I will. Carve- You'll hold it in for as long oh, as no. possible. I'll carve. I will take that shit and I will carbonize it and turn it into a necklace, and I will carry that with me forever. Well, that- that's a that's a beautiful sentiment, Nathan. Um, but what what if I was to eat you? I think I'd like you to turn me into a crown when you shit me out. Oh, okay. I'll attempt that. Or a monocle. See, he doesn't really know much about turning shit into diamonds and things, so he would literally oh, really? just... You know, he the, would... the, the standard science. Oh. Yeah, I know. So he would j- literally just form a crown out of shit and put it on his head. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Yeah. Um, but yes. Hmm. So yes, I don't want to be eaten. But I don't want to eat you. I, if, I, if I were to eat you, I would live, but I'd have to live without my best friend. Whereas if you were to eat me, I'd be dead, so I wouldn't have my best friend again either. So it was kind of a lose-lose for me. I mean, you'd have the knowledge that your best friend was still out there and going on. I, I wouldn't, because I'd be dead. <laughs> I, I'd yeah, have I no knowledge. I <laughs> have no knowledge. I don't That's know what a... you think happens after you get eaten by someone. <laughs> <laughs> that should um, be a fact we uh, toss out of our uh, toast yeah, When gun. your best friend eats you... You don't know anything anymore. Your that knowledge vanishes. Yeah. In that very specific instant. Yeah. Um, but 
Oh, this is this is really tricky because it's honestly very hard to make this decision. And let me think about this. So if I were to live without without you, Willie, having eaten you alive, I mean, who would I go on these special walks with? Who would I climb mountains with? And, I mean, I I can think of I can think of someone. I mean, um, then I, I'd have to spend more time with that ugly asshole I, Kyle. Oh, and can right. you imagine anything worse, Willie? Can you? Oh, not really, Nathan. No. No. Tell me what you think of Kyle, Willie. Well, I, I, th- I think he's got some merits, I suppose. Oh, you're too nice with it. I've always said, I know what you really think. I know the truth came out when we had um, a couple of um, of sherries. And, you know, you told me how you think you think he's not that great. And for you, that was the height of height of uh, insult. I'm too kind for my own good, I suppose. You really are. OK, here's here's how we can decide this. Which one of us do you think tastes better? Oh, I I don't know. I was born with upside down itis, so I don't and know if that, that impairs your flavour. I don't know. What's your diet? Not diet. And the anti-diet. Eat everything you want that will probably kill you. But that's probably a, a thing. I'm probably going to die in in like five minutes anyway because of my diet. So <laughs> that might be a good reason to eat me. I'm high in fibre. That'll be good. Be easy to shit you out and make the crown. Exactly. The enemy one hell of a crown. <laughs> The only kind, I mean, you would have to wear the crown on your ass because you are, you have, as we've established, upside down itis. Yes, I mean, that's where I wear all of my hats and garments. Yes, I mean, that um, sombrero, that, um, that I can't remember the names of other hats. <laughs> Those hats that you wore on your butt were brilliant. <laughs> my little fez. Your little fez. Oh, the little fez was beautiful, mate. You really pulled it off. And he wears those giant novelty sunglasses over his anus. <laughs> that was that was a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. It was. I'm gonna miss these moments, William. I'm gonna miss you too. But we have to make this decision. Okay. So I would be filled with fatty, meaty, greasy. I'm basically like the ultimate fatty secret regret meal. Filled with grease and fat. Whereas you, William, obviously, I mean, I've seen you eat, you had dainty little flour meals, but also you do shower in butter. Yes, I do like to shower in butter. Um, I mean, I've got to say, you smell great. Thank you. That's uh, very kind. I mean, and I, I, I really appreciate the amount of care that you spend washing your lower part of your body in butter, because uh, the amount of time I spend talking directly to your crotch, I've got to say, it could be a bit with normal people. Like, for example, if it, I was, if it was that you know smelly bug of Kyle, it would be horrid. But with you, you've got the nicest smelling crotch of any man I've ever known. <laughs> Every time you embrace him, you just get a mouthful, a breathful of buttery goodness. It's beautiful. I mean, I can't, I can't eat butter without thinking of William now. But because we're such good friends, it's a a lovely thought to have first thing in the morning. If anything, our listeners should take away what real friendship should be like from this podcast. I mean, I think, I think if anything, we've lost any listeners we had because of this episode. What are you talking about? William has been the the addition we've needed forever. I mean, honestly, I've been thinking about getting rid of you and replacing you. We've been talking for the last five minutes about you smelling a guy's crotch that smells deliciously of butter. Well, I don't know what's wrong with that. No, um, nothing. So, William. Yes. What um, if you were to live? What's like your unfit? Like what? 
what do you have to live for? What's your unfinished business? Mm-hmm. I, I still I still got to, you know, um, take over the world and kill all puppies. What's your unfinished business, mate? Well, you know, I'll, I'll go home and spend some time with my wife and my kids. Yeah, yeah, but I don't care about the cow-cow. Um, tell, me, tell me about, you know, the important stuff in your life. Oh, well, that's it, I suppose. Um, it was only you. It was always you. Oh, William. And we spend another five minutes hugging and crying. And uh, the guy, the tribe guy comes over. All right, mates, come on. Break it up. we got we got to cook one of you now. Who are we going to cook? Oh, but we need more time. Sorry. Got to initiate you. All right, William. I think, I think I know what has to happen here. Okay, Nathan. I trust your judgment. And I bash him over the head with a rock. I stroke his face and then in his crotch, but his face first. I go, sleep, sleep, sweet William. It will all be okay. Sleep. <laughs> the tribe member goes, oh, we had, we have drugs that could have peacefully sent him to sleep. And then I rack, I, and he starts to, William starts to wake up and I rack, whack him with another rock. Yes. Yeah, he's cooked up. It tastes deliciously of butter. Oh, it was um, most buttery meal ever. I, I feel a little conflicted. I mean, it has it is the most delicious meal I've ever had in my entire life. But he was also the greatest friend I've ever known. But I know this is what he would have wanted. And I, as as his friend, and carrying him inside of me. Well, I made a deal with the tribe tribesmen that I would eat him. But they would let me keep his brain, and I would eat the brain slowly throughout the rest of my life. To gain his knowledge. To gain his knowledge and carry on his his life goal of being the best friend to me ever. So I'm going to continue to hang out with me and do all the things that William would have done. Apart from, you know, look after his family and, and um, his elderly mother who... Um, is bedridden but you know that that's all the stuff in his life that wasn't that important the important stuff was hanging out with, hanging out with me i mean now that he's gone nathan i mean i've got a couple of tickets to uh, go and see a ball so game that's the thing that happened to you kyle oh okay if you had to though sponsored by cheesy noblets and now here is a word from our sponsors godzillion dollar ideas godzillion dollar ideas the show where we take a randomly selected prompt and invent a new invention, product, or idea that will revolutionise the world. And make godzillions of dollars. I'm Kyle. And I am Nathan. And this is our new podcast. Has this ever happened to you? Oh gosh, oh golly. I really wish I had godzillions of dollars, but I don't. Well, now you can, pathetic little child. Godzillion dollar ideas. The latest show from Kyle and Nathan. Guaranteed to help you make godzillions of dollars. Or we'll stab each other in the eyes with spoons. And this is the show that makes more sense than if you had to, though. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of playing up as being really nonsensical, but it's much more straightforward than we're playing out to be. Yeah, we actually have a proper conversation in this there is a very yeah, proper format like we we try and avoid getting into segues too much in godzillion dollar ideas we actually stay on track for a full 15 minutes and come up with a really great idea at the end that will make us godzillions of dollars how do we say that in an advert though you could just say that sentence honestly this like it's kind of cheesy but us discussing how to make an advert could make an advert godzillion dollar ideas our new podcast brought to you from the If You Had To Though Podomatic Universe. 
Find it at patreon.com slash if you had to though, or on YouTube or Spotify or wherever. Godzillion Dollar Ideas, sponsored by Crispy Crunch Toothpaste. And now back to the show. While I've been saying goodbye to a dear old friend, you have been saying hello to a brand new friend. You and your 12 wives and your creepy psychic son, Jeffrey have all decided that there's something missing. Something there, there. Ha- I mean, I keep telling people it's a best friend, but... Yeah, but obviously you're never going to get one of those. I mean, your, your 12 wives barely like you. You could barely even consider them friends, to be honest. No, and Jeffrey has been um, playing up a lot more recently. He has, yeah. He, he's actually made... He's, he's made best friends with a bunch of creepy psychic children, and they all sit around in a cornfield at night, whispering. Yeah, a bit strange, but... Uh, and play, and, and keeps playing happy. With, playing with kites in the dark. <laughs> But um, you think the thing that's going to bring your family together is a pet. Of course. The, the final addition. Exactly. But like when choosing a son, you can't just get an ordinary pet. That's that's not enough for you. So you go to the cosmic petorium on the surface of Saturn. And there are so many pets there, so many intergalactic unbelievably exciting genetically engineered monstrous alien weird and wonderful creatures but there are two pets that really appeal to you and jeffrey mostly jeffrey basically every time you walked up to a pet with jeffrey before he would then say something about how like that pet was probably going to eat you all oh, right okay your blood father dripping from his mouth of course jeffrey yes um... this way leads to the end of all things I will avoid that one then, Geoffrey. Um, the mustard. Beware the mustard. Of course, Geoffrey. We will so, not buy mustard again. The only two animals that you found that didn't elicit a creepy response from him was a telepathic, telekinetic octopus dog who is very protective, very fierce and a little bit wild or a shape-shifting giant rabbit that is incredibly, incredibly friendly very friendly if you get my drift i see a little to the point of uh, being amorous yes so uh, these are the only two animals that when jeffrey walks up to he doesn't say something creepy all he says is um well he says like the puppy he he may not kill you father and then the rabbit bunny and then he says nothing else at all. That's okay. the most encouraging things of all the of all the things he said about everything else you've seen. Definitely. I mean, everything else seems to be tragedy or death. So, so one of these two has got to be our amazing pet that's going to finish off our perfect yeah. family it home. An octopus dog floating in the in the center, chasing balls around the room, growling and barking at anyone that gets too close. Uh, there's a poor for some reason in this um the Saturnian cosmic petorium, a mailman was walking by and he just ripped that mailman into shreds. Shame. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, actually, the mailman was running away and then he, he got telekinetically pulled backwards into the dog's mouth. Wow. I and, mean, the... and, and even if even if he didn't, he's got tentacles. He could just reach out and grab exactly. this mailman. I mean, he's playing fetch with all the other tentacles. He's oh, throwing his frisbee. Oh, so doesn't even need lots of entertainment. He can sort of take care of himself. That's useful. Well, but he is very, um, he's very protective of his owners. OK. Oh, so he's like... 
play fight, which you see him do quite a lot with some other people. Um, he actually play fights by turning one one person comes over and goes, oh, the puppy. And then he turns that person inside out. Ah, there is that. So if I had like any friends or family over, have grandma over for the day. It, he's not yeah, home right. trained. He's not house trained. No, um, mm. he does. He actually, when he deposits his um, deposits, it then floats around in a tele- tele- telekinetic field around him. Okay. So you're going to have to get a doggy bag and then float up to the dog shit and collect it in in the in the floating void. I could use that to my advantage because if there's like I don't know some neighbour who I don't like, we could just fling it at their house using oh, its uh, its telekinetic abilities. If you can train it, if you can train it to do what you want, yes, it would be it would be difficult to train. This is a stubborn animal. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give it my best if I go for this giant one. Shape shifting rabbit that is very friendly but a little too friendly. Um, and in fact, because it's a shapeshifter, it keeps shapeshifting into the um, into the species of whoever it sees and then tries to seduce the, the females. You have seen this uh, shapeshifting rabbit constantly throughout the day, though you haven't realised, coming on to every other animal in the building. So if I took it home to my 12 wives, it's going to no. turn into the biggest hunk in the world and uh, try and seduce all 12. And that but also, is... you know, if a, if a cat that wanders into your backyard, it will then start doing it with the cat. Yeah, never ending. Never, never ending. ending horniness. That's um, that's what you'll get with this rabbit. OK, but it's not attracted to men, you say? It, no, no, no. It's a it's a okay. it's a male. It's a male straight genetic um, shapeshifting giant rabbit. Oh, one of those um, male straight genetic uh, shapeshifting giant rabbits. I see. Exactly. Hmm. OK, uh, so I could I could train my rabbit to seduce people of power. Yes. Yeah. So like if there's any uh, women in charge of any companies that I'm interested in purchasing. Oh, absolutely. Just turn up, get an appointment, turn up with a rabbit and then leave it alone with the woman. And I mean, magic ensues. It has a 100 percent success rate. Exactly. Well, that's brilliant, because then all I have to do is set my phone up in the room, hit record. And then I've got all the dirt on these people that I need. Are you going to keep the recording of the part where a giant bunny shapeshifts into a hunk or cut the recording off at the point that a hunk walked into the room? Yes, I think I would cut it off because I I think I don't want to get people confused by the fact that there's a giant shapeshifting straight that male rabbit. The news, yeah, lo- local politician is boiled in sex scandal is on page 15. On page one, oh my God, the aliens are among us. The end of times has begun. Yeah. So that's how I would uh, use my new rabbit pet to my advantage. And as we've said, with my octopus dog that has telekinesis, I could get it to fling its shit at my neighbours and anyone that I hate. It's very protective of me so that it can attack my enemies. The only problem is it will attack my family and friends as well, probably. It also possibly attack you if you're not calm enough with it, if you don't train it well. And when it barks, it doesn't just bark with its mouth. It sends out a powerful shockwave of energy that could destroy a whole town ah now the people in my town might not like that and i wouldn't like to have to move town every uh every time it barks and you know like dogs like to jump on their owners um it has you know as we've established eight octopus arms tentacles it can completely envelop you See, I'm only seeing downsides now. So is there any upsides at all to getting this octopus dog? 
I mean, like you said, um, you can train if you are able to train him. You can train him to attack your neighbors, and um, he could bring in your slippers. He doesn't even have to leave the room to bring your slippers in. No more dog slobber over your slippers; they just fly on over to you. Now that would be useful. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have to travel by car anymore. He could just float me wherever I needed to go. I mean, he is telepathic. Tele telepathic. Telepathic. You know what? Yes, that word, telepathic. So you do hear his thoughts, but he is a dog. So you mostly hear. Food, food, food. I need to shit, need to shit, need to shit. Person, angry. Just, you hear those thoughts over and over again, Mm. echoing through your brain. Oh, no, that wouldn't be fun. Um, I'm just like trying to sleep at night and I'm like, oh, I need to scratch my, need uh, need to lick my anus, need to scratch my balls, need to. Hedgehog, hedgehog, hedgehog. No, I don't like this at all. The back doors are blown off because he flies out into the garden to chase a hedgehog. Barking at all his might. And it's actually a hedgehog that he's he's sensed psychically from like a thousand miles away. Oh yeah, so he's gone. Or, like or you're in the garden and suddenly you see a million hedgehogs and squirrels fly into the garden because he's he's pulled them towards you. And they're just sort of circling, orbiting the house. Exactly. Yes. Is there any downsides to this rabbit to having this amorous, rampant, shape shifting rabbit? Maybe shape shifting into different shapes. So, yeah. you know, I would lose track of it. Lose, yeah. yeah. And also it could, you know, randomly turn into like a, a whale or um, uh, a werewolf. And, you know, if it bites you, it could it could either bite you as a rabbit or as a ferocious tiger. I see. I see. But if I can train it well. Seduce everyone you've ever known, including your 12 wives and your mother. Yeah, any anyone it comes into contact with, it's gonna try and seduce. Not try, it will succeed. Oh, it will succeed. It's got a hundred percent success. Hundred percent success rate. Yeah. I would have to take it on the road. Yeah, get it away from any any uh, female relative that I know. It also has sex with any female animal. So you and- you know drive past a badger and it's suddenly making love to a badger. Yeah, just just a fly lands on the windshield of the car. It transforms <laughs> into a fly and starts doing it right then and there. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine how annoying a fly is on its own. Imagine two having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Flies have sex while flying, but that is what I'm imagining. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of animals that do have sex in the air. So you'll see that a lot. Yeah, but I, I I think this is a better option than this telekinetic dog that might destroy the entire neighbourhood in one bark. <laughs> and yeah, if you can't get it under control, um, could destroy you. Yeah, I think I, I, I'll, I, I'm better off trying to train this rabbit to do my bidding and uh, get dirt on uh, all these all these politicians and people just so that I can get money. There's no other real... So you're going to form a network of people that owe you. Yes, yes. I'm going to use... I'm getting a pet, but really it's just a way for me to make money. It it can be part of your political campaign as you go up the ladder and become president of Earth. That is my ultimate goal. He will have sex with your secretary of defence. 
Yeah, that's a given. I, I, I've, I've already written female, that off. If you have any female security guards, you'll be having an interview where you're announcing your candidacy for president, and in the background, you're, a rabbit turns up and starts humping a woman. I'm I'm going to just have to start a very sexist regime where I only employ male uh, people to yes. work under me. Um, and all the women are going to hate me, and they're not going to vote for me, but then I just get the rabbit to sleep with the women and then get dirt on them. A naked and then... man turns up with a vote for Kyle sticker on his chest. Or no, a vote for Carl tattooed across his chest. Exactly. Um, and they will just have to do what I say and everyone will be voting for me then. I'll have a, a vote from everyone. So this sexy rabbit is going to have vote for Kyle tattooed across his chest. Oh, absolutely. The, 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 the vote for Kyle will remain no matter what form the rabbit takes. Wonderful. So it's a rabbit. It's an octopus. It's a um, beautiful woman, a beautiful man, a beautiful hedgehog. It will always have vote for Kyle printed across its chest. And what more can you say? That that just sounds amazing. I think you have made the right choice, Carl. I, I think, think I have too. You have, yes. And that is why I am currently making love to your rabbit. You are currently making love to my rabbit. <laughs> it, it can only that... seduce women, Nathan. No, 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 no. I seduced it. Him. Wow. Now that is an accomplishment. It really is. I can put that down on my CV. Have have successfully seduced rabbits. <laughs> I mean, that's going to get you every job that you go for. I don't oh, see God. any problem with so that. Many, there's so many jobs where you know I've almost filled the job criteria, but they've gone like, you know, do do you have any experience in management, and do you have any experience fucking giant rabbits? I'm like. Ugh. I could lie, but then they're going to ask me like details, follow-up questions. What was it yeah. like? Yeah, Where's, where is the rabbit critters? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you've made the right decision, Carl. I've made the right decision. I now have a shape-shifting rabbit that will do my bidding, and you have eaten your best friend. Like you said, I will always carry a piece of him within me. There, even, even though most of him will be released, I know, I can take comfort in that. Some part of him will clog up my arteries and remain close to my heart. Beautiful. And that buttery taste will remain in my mouth for many days to come. This has been one of the most disgusting podcasts we've ever done, Nathan. <laughs> if you enjoyed this filth, then you can follow and subscribe to the podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash if you had to, though. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kyle M. Bennett. That's Kyle underscore M underscore Bennett with two N's and two T's. And you can follow me at N Vozniak Art, which is N W O Z N I A K A R T. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Nathan Vozniak. I mean, you will find a few pictures of me, me and Liam. Liam, I mean, he was so much better than you in every single way. So much better. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, this, this, is, this has been if you had to, though, I suppose, then. Um, yeah, I mean, now I have to hang out with this, this guy more. It's horrible. What, you you mean, so like, now that the podcast is finished, we can just chat for a couple of hours and just hang out and stuff. So that was the episode. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, but yeah, but now, now it's... Goodbye. Oh, Farewell. Yeah. This has been If You Had To, though. I've been Kyle, and I guess I'm going to go and hang out by myself. And I've been Nathan, and I have no decent friends left in the world. <laughs>